You're listening to the Magnetic Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Calandra Martin, intuitive brand designer for spiritual entrepreneurs. The Magnetic Boss Podcast is where visionaries come together to openly share wisdom and authentic conversations. I know that you are ready to leave your legacy in the world and become sought out in your industry. I also know that you are sick and tired of getting overlooked. You're ready to have a magnetic business. I'm here to help you create your magnetic brand. It's my mission to help you show up confidently with a professional, irresistible online presence. If you're in this for the long game and all in on the big vision you have for your business, let's dive in. Welcome back to the Magnetic Boss Podcast. Today, I am joined by Britt Bolnick. Britt is the owner and founder of In Arms Coaching, the co-founder of Pity Posse Rescue, and the creatrix of Sacred Structure and the Bending Time Tools, which she has polished and perfected over 15 years of using them to raise a child as a solo parent while building a thriving business, a badass pit bull rescue, and caring for a marauding bunch of derpy pit bulls and humorless chickens at home. Britt built a business from food stamps and single mamahood to a six-figure business that she runs part-time while also making the time to run Pity Posse Rescue. She mentors magical and soul-led women business owners and multi-passionate entrepreneurs in creating impact, income, and freedom of time in their business. She lives in Maine with her husband, kids, dogs, and chickens, and spends more and more of the warm months off-grid in their travel trailer, kayaking, reading, and grilling too much delicious food. Welcome, Britt. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. For those of you... Yes. For those of you that don't know, Britt and I have known each other for a few years now. We work together in dog rescue and in business capacities in various ways. So I'm really, really honored to have you on the show. And I'd love for you to tell everybody who you are, what you do, and how you got to the point that you're at with building a business and a successful nonprofit while also raising a family. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm going to try to condense this because I know we're doing these short and sweet. So long story short is that I found myself with a toddler, um, a partner who decided that he didn't really want to have a family after all, when he realized what was involved and left with a 23 year old dog walker. And, uh, you know, the kid and I were on food stamps. We, I lost um, the home that I bought. And we were just in a really crappy position where I wasn't able to support the two of us. We had to move back in with my mom. The silver lining was that her dad, my daughter's dad, you know, really left and gave me sole custody, which meant that I didn't have to share custody with him. I also wasn't getting any child support, but it sort of just um, cemented my realization that it was me and this kid and I was going to have to figure out how to support us. Um, That was sort of like, the dark side of it, the silver lining was that I didn't have to, there were no constraints. There were no limitations in our life. I could move anywhere. I could do anything. I just had to figure out how to support this kid. So long story short, I started in arms coaching. I spent a couple of years trying to figure out how to make it work. Um, Got a lot of support, really worked my ass off and um, figured out how to successfully balance my time so that I had time for my own healing because I was really physically and emotionally 
like just at the end of my rope at that point, how to be there for my kid, how to bring in enough money to keep us afloat, <clears throat> and also how to start and grow in arms coaching. And those taught me some really valuable tools about how to get visible, how to manage my time, how to put myself and my kid first. And that was what eventually in arms coaching morphed into, although in the beginning it was parenting and then life coaching for women, it really morphed into teaching women who have heart-centered, soul-based work, how to um, make it a viable option for living the life of their dreams. And that means how to make money, how to find clients, how to use your time, um, and how to ultimately work less and have more. So that's the that's the nut that's the <laughs> nutshell version. And and those same tools that I used to successfully grow in arms coaching, I then, as you know, because you've been involved almost since day one, I then made the space to start Pity Posse Rescue because that was something that was really a, a burning, non-negotiable, soul-based desire of mine. Um, and then scale that as well. And now we are on the cusp of business number three, which, you know, I just keep sort of rinsing, you know, and repeating the same tools and strategies that got me off the ground in the beginning. And they are just as applicable now at, you know, mid six figures and, and starting this third business as they were when I was just trying to get food on the table. Yeah, I love that so much. I love that the structure that you've created and the tools that you share because it is so fluid, whether you're running a business, a specific niche that you have, or you're running a nonprofit, or you have a passion project, the tools that you share with your clients and your community really translates in all areas, no matter what it is that you're trying to juggle or how many balls you have up in the air. Is there anything in particular, I know time management is something we're going to talk a lot about today, but aside from that, is there anything else in the beginning of your business in like the first three years that was a really big hurdle for you or a lesson that you learned maybe the hard way? Yeah, for sure. There were a lot of them. I'll, I'll find just one. <laughs> um, definitely, you know, there's this uncomfortable place that every woman like us knows where you can see clearly the support that you need and you can't necessarily invest in all of it. And so you get to a place where you're sort of running out of time and expertise, and yet there are other things that need to get done. And there's this uncomfortable straddle place. And I, I think that... Um, I lived in fear a little bit too long. What I, well, let me start from this angle. What I noticed, and this is still the same, the same, even though now there, there is more money to invest. What I noticed is that the investment always has to come or often comes before the income, before the return on investment. And that sounds sort of like obvious when I say it out loud. But I think that as women, a lot of the time, we think that we need to wait for disposable income before investing in our own business. And maybe that is how some people do it. That's never how it's worked for me. I had to take the leap and say, this is important. I'm investing in it. I'm not going to move from where I am right now, unless I do that, and then sort of take like a stomach dropping, nauseating leap. Um, and, and every single time the income has come back, but the, the leap is no different at this point. I'm still investing and really sticking a stake in the ground for the value of what I want before I get the reassurance that it's all going to be okay. Yeah, I love that you brought this up, because I think this is something that is kind of twofold, where 
it's the money component, the money mindset component, and then also the worthiness and trust in yourself of being able to make that investment, whether it's hiring help in your business, hiring a nanny, a house cleaner, whatever it might be, and trusting that there's going to be a return on that investment and trusting that you'll be able to then take that time and use that to move the needle forward. Yeah, exactly. Well put. Yeah. I love that. So one of the tools that you share with your clients and that I have gone through is the sacred structure. You have this on your website, which will link all of Britt's links in the show notes. So you can grab access to this. Will you tell us a little bit more about sacred structure, what it is and how it supports the people that you work with? Yeah, totally. And I'll, I'll preface it by saying, I think that sacred structure is down right now simply because the book that teaches sacred structure is about to launch. So I think we took the freebie off the site um, for a minute because the book is coming out and it's way, way, way better. But sacred structure is basically my container for time management that works for women like us. When I was back and I, you know, I had the kid, I was working six or seven nights a week. I had my own mental health and physical health to worry about. Um, and I was starting this business that was non-negotiable and had to work, I felt like I was really bad with my time. I mean, it, it, it turns out that that was not actually the case. The case was I was trying to do way too much with not enough help. But I kept looking for like a time management tool that would solve the problem. And what I found, and I'm sure that this isn't every time management tool in the universe, but the majority of them are written by men who are middle class, usually white, and not single parents, and no judgment. But those didn't resonate at all for me. Those were not the problems that I was having with time. And so I got frustrated over and over again, feeling like I couldn't make time work for me until I created what I call sacred structure and has morphed into the magic of bending time, which is a way to work with time as a container for what you love rather than forcing yourself to do more, which is a lot of time management tools are about how do I do more? Well, us women, we're not worrying about how to do more. We want to know how to do less. And so I sort of had to take the concept of time and turn it a little bit so that it fit what I loved and sacred structure is a way to do that. Um, And it's a way to do that, whether you're talking about growing work that you love, whether you're talking about growing your income, as you've seen, whether you're talking about growing a a passion project or simply just more free time. I know a lot of my clients use it just to, now that they've hit a certain income level, now how do you work back three or four day weekends back into the equation? Yeah, I love that. And I love that you set an example for that too, just continuing to follow your content and seeing what you're doing, knowing what you're doing on a regular basis, especially with the dog rescue, seeing that example of, yes, this can be done because I think a lot of the times, especially women business owners will think that we have to carry the load of everything and our life has to come after our business if we want to have success and all of this like toxic toxic belief system that is kind of ingrained in us from the very beginning. Do you have some examples that you can share with like how you set up and structure your time to give you the opportunity to do more of what you love? 
Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I'll say that works for me, and this is absolutely a piece that we're teaching in the magic of bending time in your sacred business in the book, is the implementation, well, the clarity around and then the implementation around boundaries. Boundaries are my jam. They're so effortless for me that I often have to think about how to articulate them because they really are very innate. And I get that that's, and I've come to that honestly through times of not having boundaries and really just been, you know, worn thin, but boundaries are really helpful. So there are two pieces that have really, really helped. And one is to have clarity about what you want. Like a lot of us, you know, a lot of Americans, I won't speak for all of us, but a lot of Americans, there's this cultural concept of like success, right? It's a big house. It's X amount of children. It's this partner. It's this many kids. And if those are your definitions of success, that's awesome. But sometimes those are sort of autopilot programmed into our brains. So the first thing that I'll say is that you really need to be clear about what success means for you. For me, it means a lot of free time. I like to see vast expanses in my schedule of unscheduled time. That's very important to me. So when I'm planning something um, like the third business or like the, the book, Um, I wrote that book in about three months because I was able to sort of pull things out of my schedule, look at what's really important and only put back in what fed my goals. So when I, um, as a really clear example, the year that I started Pity Posse, I actually dedicated myself to it in September. And I decided that starting January, I would clear half a day every week for it. So I had months to really get that prepped. And then I decided also in September that starting, you know, whatever, March, I'd clear a full day a week. So I started ahead of time so I could really build it into my schedule so that it didn't cost me anything else that I was doing. And that's the clarity. That's the boundaries. You know, if I got asked to do anything else in that time period, I had to look at, does it does it feed any of my boundaries? And if not, I have to say no. So those are some examples of, of ways that I've made space. And I did the same thing with the book. The book had to come out. I knew it. I felt it there, like pushing at the seams. And I just cleared things. And you've seen me do this before, too. You've seen me say, things have to come off my calendar. Like I'm delegating, I'm saying no, and I'm being just super, super careful with what I put in there. Yeah. And I think this really goes back to seeking out that support, the time and the money. And like, especially I see this with you all of the time with the dog rescue. If there's something that comes up a role that needs to be filled, you're not the person that comes to the rescue and does it. We find somebody to bring in to help support that. And the same thing is true for business. The same thing is true for personal life and really prioritizing what is important and what is the top priority for you. Yeah, that's a really great point. And that brings up something else that I just want to touch on super quickly. A lot of this is more inner work than external work. So for instance, in order to say, I can't be the one to do it, but I can help find someone. There are some things that they almost feel a little bit embarrassing to talk about, but like, I have to really look at like my savior complex. I have to look at how I feel like when I say I've got it, like people like me more, like there's a lot of inner work that went into being like, I'm not the person who's going to handle it. I can help find someone, but it's not going to be me. And some of that was really looking at like, where do I martyr myself? Where do I make myself feel better when I say, well, I'm frantic, but don't worry. I got it. I can add one more thing. Like, how does that serve me 
to kind of keep taking stuff on. And that's been a big part of my, of my learning how to set boundaries is looking at how it behooves me to not set boundaries and to override my own boundaries. And some of that is like kind of icky, but it's a lot of the work that I've done along the way. Yeah, I'm really glad you touched on the mindset piece and the inner work, especially because I have seen this become true in the dog rescue and in business where the people around you when you're setting these boundaries are so appreciative of them. And it's almost like not only are you lifting the weight off of your shoulders and honoring what feels important to you, but you're also giving them something to expect. And they come to know like, okay, this is how this works. This is how I can plug in. This is where I'm needed and I'm valued. And that's really, really important too. Yeah. So true. I love it. So tell us a little bit more about the book. We've mentioned it a few times and it's launching at the time that this episode is live. The book is out. So we'll link up the, the links to purchase a copy of the book, but fill us in. Yay. So the magic of bending time in your sacred business, time management for freedom seeking entrepreneurial women and organizational skeptics is basically a collection of the step by step process that I went through to set this up for myself. And then the way that over the last 13 or 14 years, I've created a system for women to follow and set it up for themselves. And one of the things that I love most about it is that it's not an ABC system. It is so flexible and it is so, um, so able to adapt to whatever the hell is important to you, whether it's raising your toddler or, you know, getting that, that dream business launched, it really doesn't matter. You can apply it to anything that you care about, to anything that you want to do in the world. And it will show you how to create a relationship with time that uses it uses it as a container for what you love instead of you trying to do more or fit what you love into a box. So there's, you know, there's definitely the hardcore concrete step-by-step pieces of what that actually looks like to implement. But there's also the inner pieces that I started talking about around boundaries, around mindset, around basically why time hasn't worked for you before or why you feel like time hasn't worked with you for you before. Um, And it's just, you know, it's the kind of thing where Once you get it and you can look at time from that perspective, it's really easy to set up. And then what you get to do is you get to spend some time after that sort of tweaking it and specializing it and making it yours. And that flushes out the reasons that time hasn't worked for you before, which is really quite an evolutionary process. I mean, I I hope that I've modeled that once you get this, you really can do anything. And I think that those of you, I love that you're someone who really knows me personally because you know I'm not blowing smoke up anyone's ass. Like I I am literally taking on doing more and more things without spending a whole bunch more time. I mean, things like the third business launching, it will take a little bit more time for a minute, but it's finite. And then it's going to produce exponential income and exponential um um, support and resources for my passion project for the rescue. So it's kind of like where you're watering something and you do have to water it every day for a little bit, but then it just like goes. So I'm so excited about getting this, this tool in a package that people can just pick up and start to implement in their own lives. 
Yeah, I am so excited to get my copy of the book. So everybody listening to this episode, you better go order a copy right now. It's going to be amazing. I'm also really in love with the cover. The artwork is amazing by Christy. We'll give her a little shout out. Um, Yeah. So where can we find the book? I will put the links in the show notes, but for anybody that wants to grab it like right, right now. Awesome. So I don't know the timing of this going out to the world, but May 13th is it's going to launch as a Kindle edition for 99 cents for 24 hours. That's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, And I'm super excited because I'm going to buy like 50 copies that I can just email for free to people. So I'm really excited about that, that launch. And then after that, it will be on Amazon. It will come out as a paperback probably a couple days later. I know it takes a few days to make it live and you can order it. We did pick the option where bookstores can carry it. So I'm sure they won't all have it yet, but you can order it from your bookstore. That's amazing. So this episode will be live when you're listening to this. It is May 12th, which is the day before the launch. So all of the links will be there. It's happening. We're so, so excited. I'm really excited. Um, Yeah, this is going to be a complete game changer for women businesses and honestly, every woman that feels like they're juggling all of the things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This one is not something that is, um, most of what I do is specifically for women businesses, owners and entrepreneurs, but this is for every busy woman who wants to understand how to do less and have more. Amazing. Well, I'm super excited for you and to watch this go out into the world. And I just want to thank you for being on the podcast today. I'll put all of the links where you can get connected with Brit, where you can get the book in the show notes. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your support so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you are listening so you never miss a beat. For episode show notes, visit calandramartin.com forward slash podcast. Your iTunes reviews and your sharing of the show helps us reach more magnetic bosses just like you. Until next time.